This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1427, Three Betrayals That Ruin Relationships That Aren't Infidelity, by Kyle Benson of Gottman.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome to Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, here today with another great post from the Gottman Institute, whose work we always love to share and has a great knack for getting us to think hard. This article I have on hand today is going to offer some important thinking points about betrayal in relationships and how it can exist in small and uncommon ways, but crucial ways nonetheless. So without further ado, let's hand Kyle Benson's work the floor and start optimizing your life. Three Betrayals That Ruin Relationships That Aren't Infidelity by Kyle Benson of Gottman.com Infidelity is the betrayal our society focuses on. But it is actually the subtle, unnoticed betrayals that truly ruin relationships. When partners do not choose each other day after day, trust and commitment erode away. Partners may be aware of this disloyalty to each other, but dismiss it because it's not as bad as an affair. This is false. Anything that violates a committed relationship's contract of mutual trust, respect, and protection can be disastrous. Betrayals are founded on two building blocks. Deception, not revealing your true needs to avoid conflict, and a yearning for emotional connection from outside the relationship. Following are three betrayals that ruin relationships. Only by confronting and taking responsibility for them can couples reestablish their trust in each other. Emotional cheating. It's very easy for platonic friends to bond in the trenches of work day after day. Sometimes we call this person a work wife or work husband. Even friendships made at the gym or a local coffee shop can threaten the bond at home. These non-physical relationships can lead to both parties sharing intimate details about each other's lives. That doesn't make it a betrayal. What makes it a betrayal is this. If your partner would be upset by the things that you've shared or would be uncomfortable watching the interaction. Tom first learns of his wife's emotional affair when they hosted a Christmas party. Emily has never mentioned Chris, the new manager of her department. At the party, Chris seems to know about Emily's entire life. He even brought their son Marshall a bumblebee transformer, his favorite. Tom looks at Emily with a shocked expression. Her sheepish look sinks his heart. When he confronts her after the party, Emily argues about her friendship with Chris. She tells Tom it's nothing because they're just friends. She then turns against Tom and defends Chris. She accuses Tom of being irrationally jealous and tells him it's the reason he didn't know about Chris in the first place. Tom feels there is nothing irrational about his jealousy. Whether he admits it or not, his wife is cheating. 
The evidence lies in her secrecy. Five signs that your partner's friendship is not an innocent friendship. Number one, has the friendship been hidden? Two, are your questions about the friendship responded with don't worry or discouragement? Three, have you asked it to end only to have your partner tell you no? Four, have your boundaries been disrespected? And five, is the friend the subject of fantasies or comments during troubled times in the relationship? If you answered yes to any of these questions, the friendship may be too intimate. Use Dr. John Gottman's conflict blueprint from his book, What Makes Love Last, to help talk to your partner about this issue. Conditional love. Couples don't feel supported when one partner keeps a foot out of the relationship. They don't feel like their partner has their best interests at heart, that they have their back. When this happens, it's not uncommon for the betrayed partner to blame a trigger as the real problem when it's actually the lack of commitment. As Christina reflects on her first marriage, she knows she began to feel betrayed when her husband stalled on starting a family. At first, she thought he was anxious about becoming a father, but in couples therapy, it became clear that he was hesitant to deepen his commitment to her. Like an anxious lover, she clung to him with desperation, terrified of losing her marriage, until she realized she never really had one to begin with. Sometimes a partner may pressure the other to marry or move in, believing the next level will deepen their connection. But it's difficult for a marriage to succeed if it's built on a vow to create a strong bond, rather than the result of one. The shallowness of the bond will eventually bleed through the connection. Steps to create unconditional love? When couples ignore or dismiss talking about difficult issues, they're left with a shallow commitment. By using conflict as a catalyst for closeness, Couples can intentionally use problems as an opportunity to discuss their goals, fears, and dreams. Couples that unconditionally love each other live by the motto, Baby, when you hurt, the world stops and I listen. Emotional withdrawal Emotional withdrawal can be something big, like choosing a work meeting over a family funeral, or it can be as small as turning away when your partner needs emotional support. A committed relationship requires both partners to be there for each other through the life-altering traumas and everyday nuisances. That means celebrating joys and successes with your partner, too. Everybody has different ways of expressing themselves. In a committed relationship, it's the responsibility of both partners to uncover and disclose these preferences, to understand what the other requires to feel loved, protected, and supported. In his research lab, Dr. Gottman discovered that happy couples turned toward each other 86% of the time, while unhappy couples turned towards each other only 33% of the time. That means unhappy couples withdraw 67% of the time. Emotional withdrawal sets in when bids are ignored. Solution? To improve your emotional connection, focus on rebuilding and updating your love maps, cultivating a culture of admiration and fondness, and turning towards bids more often. Do any of the items listed here feel familiar or make you feel uneasy? If so, you may be facing a betrayal. Maybe it's as serious as finding discomforting text messages between your partner and someone else. This list is not about who's right or wrong. Like physical affairs, these betrayals can be overcome if you recognize the problem and repair the relationship together. You just listened to the post titled, Three Betrayals That Ruin Relationships That Aren't Infidelity by Kyle Benson of Gottman.com
And thanks so much to Kyle for this really enlightening post, one that I'm sure caught all of our attention a little bit. I really love his idea early on about how betrayal can be rooted from two different places, those being deception and the yearning for connection outside the relationship. And I just encourage you to really sit with how simply that can exist. Yearning for connection outside the relationship, for example, that can even exist with a family member. It doesn't have to be someone with whom you could theoretically have a romantic uh, or physical relationship. In its most minuscule form, it's ultimately a choice to, like Dr. Gottman looks for, turn away from your partner. It's acting on the idea that I can't bring this to my partner for one reason or another, and I want to bring it elsewhere. Now, sure, you may look to your, you may look to your sister uh, for career advice as an example and choose to lean more on her than your spouse. That's one thing, but it becomes problematic if you deliberately avoid this topic with your partner or lie to them about feeling career dissatisfaction. By doing that, you're saying that you don't fully trust the idea of bringing this information to them, and that is the beginning of withdrawal and deception. So consider how any struggles you're facing can, at least in a small degree, be presented to your partner honestly, even if you aren't consulting them for expert advice. Okay, everyone. That'll bring us to the end. Thank you so much for listening. I loved this post. I hope you did too. Definitely one that's great to keep with you and return to for consideration. Have a great rest of your day, everybody, and be sure to come on back tomorrow for another insightful piece of work and where your optimal life awaits.